You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. He has nothing to use anymore. Amen. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Amen. Yes. So we're going we're gonna to look at a few scriptures and then we'll pray. And uh, tomorrow we're going to deal with the blessing. You know, the blessing that is going to be released over your life. <clears throat> so we've, de- we've dealt with iniquity. Now it's time to activate Amen. the blessing. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. But today I just want to talk to you. And I want us to really look, zero in on Jesus. Our Lamb, or the Lamb of God, <coughs> the one that took our iniquities. Okay? Right from the beginning, when man fell, and when God said to the serpent, the seed of the woman is going to bruise your head, and you will bruise his heel. God was talking about Jesus. But Satan didn't know. And a lot of times God speaks. But he shrouds his wisdom in a mystery. So Satan will hear the word. But he doesn't have a revelation of the word. Do you get my point? So when he hears the word, he reacts, he responds to the word, thinking he really got it. Then by the end of everything, he now realizes, oh my God, I missed it. And he's been missing it right from the beginning. And he will miss it concerning you. Amen. 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 Yeah. So when God said to him, the seed of the woman is going to bruise your head. And you will bruise his heel. You know what? Adam had two sons. And he saw Abel was doing right. He was. This guy was walking by faith. He saw Abel walking by faith. He saw Abel sacrificing by faith. He saw, you know, and he... He saw that Cain has a different heart. Abel has a pure heart. He says, this must be the seed of the woman. Do you get my point? (laughs) This must be the seed of the woman that is going to bruise my head. I better kill him before he even tries. So what does he do? He, he, Cain's heart was open. It was available. So he enters the heart of Cain and provokes him to jealousy and gets him to kill his brother. He said, ha, ah, now he's dead. Let's see how he's going to bruise my head. He had no idea. (laughs) Hallelujah. 
So sometimes God speaks to you. Satan thinks he understands it. But it's shrouded in mystery. Yeah, the devil knows the Bible. But he doesn't have revelation. And it's very different. So from then, he started playing guess game. Everyone that he sees walking with God, he wants to kill him. He wants to finish him. This seed of the woman must not come. I didn't realize God had it like thousands of years ahead. <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know. As a matter of fact, he didn't re- realize that that lamb that he used to see in heaven that was slain before the foundation of the world, when he was there, and it didn't make sense to him. What is this mess? Blood all over the place. What is all this? He didn't didn't realize. He didn't realize that God has seen everything to the end and made provision. He has seen all our iniquities. Do you understand me? Before we even came on the scene. You can't beat God. You can't shock him. You can't surprise him. So sometimes we think that God and Satan are in a, in a battle. God, God has no time for that. Who is Satan? Who is Satan? For God to even fight with him. God doesn't need to fight him. That's why he raised you and I. So you go sort him out. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When God wants to deal with him, he used babes. Out of the mouth of babes. You have ordained strength. Glory to God. Amen. Let's look at Isaiah 53. Isaiah was one of the prophets. I mean, there's nobody in the Old Testament that had the revelation of Christ like Isaiah. Do you get my point? Even David had a bit, you know, a bit more than the rest. Moses, yes, prophesied there will be a prophet like unto me and all of that. But nobody got it like Isaiah. Nobody got it like Isaiah. And we've been reading the Bible in our readings and now saying that Isaiah had a revelation of Jesus. He revealed Jesus to us. But Ezekiel revealed the Holy Spirit to us. And Jeremiah revealed the Father to us. Are you getting my point? <clears throat> so, if you really want to study Jesus, you can't do it without reading Isaiah. Okay, so 53. It says, who has believed our report? Verse 1. And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. 
He is despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. You see, this chapter 53 is talking about the cross. The life of Jesus before the cross as he was going through God's judgment when God was putting our judgment upon him. God was punishing him because of our iniquities. <clears throat> okay? So all these things uh, were not in it <clears throat> in an expository uh, teaching. So I'm not going to dwell on those. But let's just go on. He says, verse 4, look at Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteem him stricken and smitten by God and afflicted. So it was God that was beating Jesus. Using those people. He allowed Satan to beat Jesus. Satan to possess those people. Why? Because of you and I. Alright? <clears throat> he says, but he was wounded. Come on. For our transgressions. Hmm? I've talked about the difference between transgressions and sin and iniquities and trespasses, all those things. So he was, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Why would the father so harsh on Jesus? Because of his love for us. Because of his love for us. And that's why it is painful to the father that after what Jesus has done, Christians will still go and walk into iniquity. It, it, it is painful. Because Jesus cannot come again. Do you understand? The sacrifice of Jesus is once and for all. So you have to go back to the cross. And lay them down there. <clears throat> this screen is not on. <laughs> oh. oh. All of them. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um. <clears throat> The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. I thank God for Isaiah. That God could use him to like, open our eyes to these things. He says, all we like sheep have gone astray. Have we not gone astray? All the masses, the whole of humanity have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Hallelujah. Amen. So that when we're singing that song, Lamb of God, seated. At the right hand of the Father, you are holy. Holy, you are holy. 
You understand. And that was a very appropriate song. The Lamb of God. We appreciate the Lamb. That's why in Revelation, no one was worthy to break the seal. No one could open the book. No one could even look into it. Only the Lamb of God, the Lion of Judah, prevailed. Hallelujah. Okay. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. Is that not so? You remember when you read um, in the Gospels? They slap him. Come on, prophesy. Who, who slapped you? They blindfold him and then come on, slap him. Prophesy, tell us who slapped you. You say you're a prophet. He said not a word. He was fulfilling the scripture. Hmm? All for your iniquities. Isn't that amazing? You are highly beloved. Mm. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before his sharers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. Didn't say a word. I'm sure Satan was dancing when this was going on. I was saying, yeah. You, 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 want, to, you want to come and break my head. Let's see how you do it. Huh? Yes. Let's see how you do it. Hmm. So he was taken from prison and from judgment. And who will declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living. My goodness. For the transgressions of my people, he was stricken. And they made his grave with the wicked. Hmm? But with the rich at his death. Hmm. Because he had done no violence, nor was any deceit found in his mouth. No deceit was found in his mouth. Look at verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Ha! Huh. He has put him to grief. When you make his soul an offering for sin. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Oh my God. Love you, Jesus. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. We are the labor of his soul. Isn't it? We are the labor of his soul. He went through all of that. Look at us now. One billion believers. Globally. 
And do you know that as we continue to pray and to call for the kingdom of God, most of the world is going to get saved. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because when we start manifesting, when we start manifesting the power and the glory of God in our generation, we can save our generation. Amen. I'm telling you. When Christianity gets redefined. Not this nonsense we're doing that we call church. I'm telling you. People don't respect the church. Why? They don't see the power of God in the church. They see hypocrisy in the church. They see violence in the church. Huh? They see iniquity being promoted in the church. Uh, they see people merchandising the anointing. You know, they see all these things and they look at us. And they say, look at them. I am praying that from tomorrow, when we deal with the blessing, that God will use your life to make the unbelievers jealous. Amen. Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. They must look at us and see a difference. Yes. Yes. They must look at us and see, hey, yes. I want what you got. Yes. I want what you got. Yes. You know, I have a friend today. A few years ago, I mean, we had just moved to Joburg and this guy saw me. and I mean, he knew how things were. And he challenged my faith. A few years later, he says to me, Eric, what happened to you? I said, what do you mean? You've changed. I said, I don't know. He says, I want what you've got. Wow. I said, what are you talking about? This is a pastor talking. He said, I can see something on you is different. There's something different about you. And I want it. Can I be your friend, please? Well, like this now. So I want God to do something in your life that will redefine your life. Hallelujah. I can see it's something different. But you know what? The truth is that God has not even started. I'm telling you. He has not started. Because there's what God has told us. And we have not even seen it yet. So what he's saying, for he has seen. <laughs> like the Americans said, you ain't seen nothing yet. And it's not a cliche. It's real. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. And I believe that's why God is leading us to deal with these things that we're dealing with. Because it, your, your life must change. Amen. Look, I mean, look at what Jesus went through. How can he go through all of this and you remain the same? How can he pay such a high price? 
And then there is no difference between you and the sinner who doesn't know Jesus. Hey, something is wrong. Can you, I, 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 do you, are you getting my point? There is something fundamentally wrong with Christianity today. There is something fundamentally wrong with the church today. There is something wrong. We need to seek God for that. The biggest crooks are in the church. The biggest adulterers are in the church. Come on. Huh? A friend of mine was robbed. And he went to a church and the robber, one of them was an usher. At a particular church in this city. What kind of Christianity is that? He saw the guy as an usher. Are you tell me? Oh, something is wrong. Something, some, something is wrong. I'm telling you. And we must be honest with ourselves. Huh? We must be brutally honest with ourselves. So I, I cannot follow this Jesus. And my life is different. It's not different. Amen. It is not possible. It's not possible. Unless the blood of Jesus and the sacrifice of Jesus was in vain. And I know it's not. It's not in vain. And you must be angry with your status quo. Amen. You must be angry. Don't accept it. What nonsense. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. Do you think he's satisfied when he sees us now? Huh? Is he satisfied when he looks, looks at the church now? Is he satisfied? Wow, this is what I died for. I don't think so. I don't think so. We are so pathetic now as the body of Christ. Christians are stealing other people's husbands in church. Right in church. So why will he be satisfied with what is going on? Is a come on. There has to be a change. And it starts with us. Amen. I said it begins with us. Amen. My life must be pleasing to him. Yes. My life, he needs to see my life and be satisfied. Yes. He needs to see my life and say it was worth it. Yes. It was worth it. The sacrifice was worth it. The pain was worth it. The humiliation was worth it. At least we owe him that. We owe him that. And not join the people who are just saying kind of things that will continue to allow or make Christians to be like unbelievers. 
Yeah, what is wrong with this? What is wrong with that? I don't, I don't, if you are asking me those questions, I don't have an answer for you. If you are happy with that, continue. <clears throat> continue. If you think that will please Jesus, continue. When you face him, you tell him that you expect him to be pleased with the way you lived your life. No sense of sacrifice. No sense of commitment. Huh? No, no priority for the kingdom. Everything is just about us. Ah, come on, guys. Let's appreciate Jesus. Come on, lift up your hands and say, Jesus. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. What you've done is so much. I have failed you so much. Oh, I've been ungrateful for so, for so long. Help me, Lord. Thank you, Lord for all that you have done, for the sacrifice, for the pain, for the, for the humiliation you went through for me. <clears throat> Mighty God, help us That my life will satisfy you, Lord. That my life will be, when you look upon my life, that you will be satisfied. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant shall justify many. Oh my God. Just if you know him, you will be justified. Oh my. For he shall bear their iniquities. Thank you, Lord, Amen. for bearing my iniquities. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for bearing my iniquities. Hmm? Do you know that the Jewish nation, it's interesting, yesterday was the day of Yom Kippur. The Jewish nation, that is, Yom Kippur is the day of atonement. You see, so the, the, the Jewish nation, God instituted that so that every year they will come to deal with their iniquities. So they, 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 they were doing that. Maybe they didn't have the revelation of it, but they were doing it. Do you get my point? But looking at what Jesus has done now, looking, looking at, like I said to you, when, if you, if you read the Old Testament, it helps you to understand the new. Huh? 
And if you want to understand the new, I mean, if, if, you, if you want to understand the old, you need to read the new. If you want to understand the new, you read the old. Because the old is the new encapsulated. And the new is the old revealed. Hallelujah. So why were they doing this thing? Every year they just go do it. You know, I have my Jewish friend. Oh, he's, I spoke to him. He, oh yeah, you know, we're going, to, we're going to be in the synagogue, you know, for the whole day. Yes. So we're fasting for the whole day. And we're in the synagogue because it's a holy day. The holiest day in the Jewish calendar is Yom Kippur. Now, what, is the, what makes it the holiest is the sacrifice. You get my point? It's the sacrifice. The sacrifice of the Lamb. That's the day that the high priest goes in to the Holy of Holies. And he makes atonement for the entire nation to clean the to, 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 to cover them. It's atonement. The word to atone means to cover. Alright? To atone. To cover the iniquities of the entire nation. So why did God ask them to do that every year? We could say that because Jesus had not yet come. And that's a valid explanation. But how does that apply to us today? Jesus' sacrifice is once and for all. If you look at Hebrews chapter 7, I think verse 25 or 26. Hebrews. My Lord. Lord, give me understanding. In fact, let's read from verse 22. It says, By so much more, Jesus has become a surety of a better covenant. Also, there were many priests because they were prevented by death from continuing. But he, because he continues forever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him. Since he, has, he always lives to make intercession for them. Yes. So he, 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 he's able to save to the uttermost and his priesthood continues forever. Hmm? So he doesn't, he doesn't need to go every year to the Father for us. Okay? He doesn't need to go every year to the Father for us. He's done that once and for all. Okay? But guess what? We can go to the Father anytime. We can go to the Father anytime. So that doctrine that says you go to the Father just once and then you are sorted is heresy, I'm telling you. And with time, we will see. 
I'm telling you. We will see. Some of those guys had encounters whereby they were given those revelations. And they were demonic encounters. They thought they saw angels. I'm telling you. Paul says, if another, if anyone, even from heaven, comes and teaches you another doctrine other than what you have received from us, let him be eternally accursed. I'm telling you. Not every encounter is from God. You need to learn to judge encounters. So, how did I get into this? Okay, they did it every year once. Why? Because the priesthood, the old covenant, the priest was limited to the cover, 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 cover. Now, Jesus has come. Huh? Jesus has come to offer one sacrifice forever. All right? One sacrifice forever. Nobody can give any, do any sacrifice today that will bring salvation. Jesus has sorted that. On the cross, he said, it is finished. The price has been fully paid. All right? But you have a responsibility to go before the Father. Go before the cross. You are not crucifying Jesus when you do that. You cannot go into, into sin and then wake up and be comfortable. There's something wrong with your salvation. If you are comfortable in sin. In fact, I question whether you are really saved. Because you have the seed of God in you. You have the nature of God in you. The seed of God will tell you. The Holy Spirit will convict you. And if he's not convicting you, you better cry. Because you're already in hell. Okay. If you remember years ago, Pastor Sam came here and he was telling us about the, the vision he had of hell where God took him and showed him a compartment of hell where there are people that are still alive and they are there. How do you explain that? Congregation of the dead. That's what the Bible calls it. So they are alive, but their souls are trapped there. That's why they cannot stop living like hell. And it takes a lot to take them out of that place. Because if they die, and he saw some of his friends there who are preachers. Can you imagine? A bishop in hell. So that's why if we don't deal with iniquity, it would, it's one of the cords of hell. You know, David talks about the cords of hell. This is one of the courts of hell. That's why we're dealing with these things. All right. So, the Jewish people, they do this once a year. All right. The, the Israelites were exercising faith in what Jesus was coming to do. So, even when Abraham raised an altar, he sacrificed a lamb. He was looking to Jesus. When Abel sacrificed, he was looking to Jesus. He was looking to Isaiah 53. Do you understand? 
He was looking to the cross. But you and I today, we're not looking to the cross. We're looking back. Because it has already happened. For them, it had not yet happened. Alright? So we can, we can exercise our faith. And it is a good, it's good practice to always go back. Even if it's once a year. Like this kind of season. To deal with matters. If anything has popped up. If you have gone into <laughs> some things. You, don't get, you get what I'm saying. You don't, you, you don't ignore them. As the Lord begins to speak to you. As he begins to point things at you. You deal with them. You address them. So you can't say, no, Jesus has already done it. Well, okay. Then why did you go into it? If Jesus has already done it. Why can't you walk in the newness of life like Jesus has paid? The life he has paid for you to live. Why can't you live that life? Why do you make blunders? Did Jesus pay for you to be living in blunders? No, he didn't, right? So we need to appreciate what Jesus did. All this sacrifice. He shall see the labor of his soul and be satisfied by his knowledge my righteous servant shall justify many. For he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the great. And he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Because he poured out his soul unto death. And was numbered with the transgressors. And he bore the sin of many. And made intercession for the transgressors. I am so grateful for what Jesus did. Amen. And we need to be grateful for that. I want you to, when you worship, worship with this understanding. When you give thanks, do it with this understanding. Otherwise, your thanksgiving will just be, you know, from your lips. Without revelation, without understanding, you need to have understanding. You need to have understanding. Jesus paid a high price so that we can be liberated. Our transgressions have been dealt with. Our sins have been dealt with. Our iniquities have been dealt with. Our trespasses have been dealt with. Our curses have been dealt with. He has broken the curse. Hmm? We don't have to labor to eat. Not anymore. You remember he had the crown of thorns on his head? What, what was that for? How did thorns come into existence? Thorns came after the fall. Huh? God said to Adam, ah, 
Because you have done this, cursed is the ground for your sake. Thorns and thistles it will yield to you. Huh? With the sweat of your brow, you will eat. Huh? So when Jesus came, they made a crown. They thought they were making a mockery of him. But they didn't realize it was the father's strategy to break that curse that was placed on the ground. Hallelujah. And they put it on his head by the sweat of your brow. They put it on his head. Are you following me? They put it there on his head. And as it pierced him and that blood came out. It says now the yoke of servitude is broken over your life. The yoke of servitude is broken over your life. That curse that will cause you to run chasing money is broken over your life. Hallelujah. It's broken over our lives. Jesus paid a high price. That's why I say we don't have a full revelation. A full understanding of the implications of the cross. I'm telling you. All that Jesus went through. If we sit down and we start analyzing everything. We can spend a whole year unpacking what Jesus did. I'm telling you. So thank God for Jesus. This morning, I just want you to appreciate Jesus. Yeah, because we can deal with iniquity, 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 but then you lose focus. You see? So I'm, I'm bringing you back to the Lamb of God now. We are, I've shown you the iniquity, but now back to the Lamb of God. Because He is the one that has taken you out of that mess. Ten generations we've dealt with. Ten generations. How, 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 how can you do that? Where do you even start? But the cross. That thing he did. Goes right back to Adam. So even your ten generations. Is not even far enough. Hallelujah. So what are we going to do this morning? We are going to appreciate the Lord. And I told you to bring an offering today to appreciate the Lord. Glory to God. Tomorrow we're going to take communion. We're going we're gonna to take communion. We're going we're gonna to look at the blessing. And we'll take communion together before you go to work. Hallelujah. My Lord, come on, let's stand up. Just begin to appreciate Jesus. Thank him. The Lamb of God. Lamb of God. Come on. Appreciate the Lamb of God. Thank you for what you have done. Mm. My Lord and my God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, I appreciate all that you have done, Jesus.
Jesus. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus. I thank you. I thank you, Jesus. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Moka sembre de kesulaba. Lenke sombra da kata. Zinde lembre de katus. Likapados kenemisulaba. Mighty God. Mighty God. What a privilege. You redeemed us by your blood. Oh my God. You took away all our inf- iniquities. All our iniquities. My Lord and my God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Mighty God. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Lamb of God. We appreciate you, Lamb of God. We appreciate you, Lamb of God. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. We appreciate you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lamb of God. Seated at the right hand of God. We are we we are grateful. We're grateful, Jesus. So, so grateful that we can be free from iniquity. Oh, my Lord. You have paid our debt. You have, you have liberated us. A debt you didn't owe. You paid it for us. Oh, my God. We are so grateful, Jesus. Thank you for all that you've done. May our lives be pleasing to you. May you be satisfied with our lives. When you look at our lives, that you will say, I'm happy, I'm satisfied. My Lord and my God, forgive us for the times we've taken your sacrifice for granted. Forgive us for the times that we allowed the enemy to confuse us. But now, light has come. Understanding has come. We receive. Receive you afresh. We receive you afresh in our lives. 
as the Lamb of God. We receive you as the Lamb of God that remitted our sins, forgave our sins, removed our iniquities. Thank you for our family iniquities have been removed by the blood of Jesus. Our personal iniquities have been removed by the blood of Jesus. Purged by the blood of Jesus. Our tribal iniquities are removed right now by the blood of Jesus. Lord, the impact of our tribal iniquities will not have any hold over us. In the name of Jesus, our cultural iniquities, they will not have any place, no power over us. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. We bless your name. We give you glory. Amen. We take up our offering right now. Just say this after me, Heavenly Father. I'm so grateful. I'm giving this morning in in appreciation of what Jesus did for me. I just want to say thank you. It was a big sacrifice on your part. And this morning as I give, by faith, I believe and I receive everything Jesus paid for. For my life and for my family. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. We've come to the end of our meeting. And now may the God I want to say the God of peace. The God of peace that brought up from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.